Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour-bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser-cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. They've got it. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or the experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au. Even better, visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. This is the Dream Team on Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Another cracking episode as we wind the clock back to a young fella who played 175 NRL games, four origins, three tests... And he campaigned between 1979 and 1990. Peter Wally Wynn has once again joined the podcast. Now, officially, you played and won three grand finals. Uh, I say you're a four-time premiership winner because you actually did play in 81, but you missed it with injury. Are we going to run with four? No, Andy. I think getting on the field in a grand final is what it's all about. You know, and okay. I was fortunate to do it three times. I mean, because that happens up at yeah. From an endless list of yeah. blokes. So I think they have to cut off somewhere. And this ring that I'm wearing, which is uh, has got the 82, 83 and 86 years on it, I'm very, you know, quite proud and very honoured and quite flattered that the club went over and above, you know, what they had to do to, you know, to present this yeah. ring to us all because when we won the premiership, we are up on stage, we're up on centre of the Sydney Cricket Ground getting a medal, medal off um, Bob Hawke. Yeah. Still got that. And then all of a sudden the league's club comes out. They're, they're trying to celebrate the three-peat, the 81, 82, 83, and they went a bit further and had the 86 side mm. there. And I think there's 30-odd players received the ring and the coach and Dennis. So that was that limited to that, you know. But but all the other guys actually played during those years. They got to start. But, Andy, I'm very happy that it's three grand yeah. finals and very fortunate, you know. Could have been none, you know, but yeah. fortunate, fortunate enough. I busted my knee in 81, as you mentioned. Yep. Played the first two games, played in the preseason final there against the Roosters and mm. uh, unfortunately snapped this ligament. So, you know, I spent you know, a long period of time in hospital, which is really draining, and then yeah. um, got that dose of, um, what they call it, a bad bug you get, you know. <laughs> yeah, that hung around for quite a while, the wow. staph infection, and oh. then um, so I was out for 12 months. In those days, that's what it was, you know. Yeah, yeah, it was. What an amazing era. I know you've spoken about it <clears throat> at length many times, but it's an era that still puts a smile on on faces, you know, Rugby league worldwide. It's amazing you say that, Andy, because even now, like with my business in Paris, so many people are coming up and they know about the ring. All they want yeah. is to get a photo with the ring do on the finger, really? similar to yourself, you know, yeah. but it's quite amazing. And they still reflect on the – they're still waiting for that next premiership. I mean, 86 is a long time ago. You know, that's when hair was in fashion, as we both yeah, know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who would have thought it, you know, when you saw that era that um, that Parameter were – Highly successful, yep. probably from about 1975 right through to 86. Who have, and the juniors that came through, the yeah. really top liners, they just didn't it didn't happen after. I mean, you had mm. you know, the Brett Kennys, the Steve Ellers, the Eric Gross, the Paul Taylors, the, probably the yep. nucleus of those local juniors who – Steve Sharp was another. Yeah. Bob O'Reilly, you know, and then um, all of a sudden the will dried up, I suppose, to the players of that calibre. Mm. And um, It was always going to be a hard act to follow, wasn't it? Very hard, yes. Yeah. 
And look, but I think it's changed there too, you know, like the, some of the younger junior kids from out there getting headhunted so much earlier oh, no. and, and you know, tied up with other clubs. Yep. So, you know, that uh, well, I suppose, has dried up in some way, but, you know, the, the players are still out there. You've just got to get them early, have a good eye for a good head and get them. And get them. That is exactly <laughs> right. Now, because you play with and against so many talented guys, um, coming up with 13, Pete, is your difficult assignment? Mate, that was a good question you asked me to do, you know, because I was – Born 1957, yeah. so I've gone through the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, right through now yeah. to 2020. And I would just try to reflect on a side that and the players that captured my imagination during yep. that time. So, and I was fortunate enough when I look back on it that I, you know, I played um, against a few immortals like Ron Coote and Bob yeah. Fulton, had the good will to play against, and Wally Lewis and Mal Meningen, mm-hmm. and played alongside. Uh, Mal and Wally, yeah, you know, so that was something which stuck in my mind. But I just want to leave, maybe leave those guys aside and just yep. look at growing up in the country as a kid, yeah, you know, up in in Tamora and then Werris Creek and being captivated by a rugby league that we used mm. to see every Saturday afternoon and you know, a bit of a student of the game, I suppose. Yeah. That you look at blokes' names, you're influenced by meeting that person or yeah, looking, very much. Re- reading up on them. So I've come up with a team for you, Andy. I'm not sure what I'm going to call them. I might leave you to give the okay. title. But I do like the Dream Team title, but, you know, these are rugby league legends in my mind. So if you like, I can start um, let's, let's with the fullback. Through. Yeah, let's do it. Any episode, any time, our interviews never date, never, any of them. Over 500 to choose from. Download the lot and rip in, legends. I think Graham Langlands, yeah. you know, Chenga, like as a kid in the bush, it was all about uh, Chenga, you know, the fullback for St. George. I think he won four premierships, played in six grand finals. Yeah. So certainly Australian cap, everything you can imagine, a player, the big sidestep. So when you go to training as a kid, all you do is find practice <laughs> a sidestep and then you tune in on the Sunday and try hopefully another glimpse of it. No, but I thought he was, you know, and I think he's just something special. Absolutely something special and uh, obviously recognised as as one of the immortals, and rightfully so. What about your wingers, Pete? I think Kenny Irvine yeah. is one of the wingers. I think what he did at North Sydney was amazing, and then to follow him through when he won a couple of premierships there at Manly. And yeah. Still the leading try scorer after, what, 100 and something years. It's yeah. quite amazing. And the leading try scorer, when he was with North Sydney, he was scoring bucket loads of tries. They were running last. So mm. that shows how good he was. I was fortunate enough to meet Kenny on two okay. Artie Beat, when I first arrived in Sydney, Arthur Beats and picked Peter Sterling and myself up where we lived in Castle Hill and yeah. took us down to the Adidas um, factory down there in Silverwater. Wow. Kenny Irvine came out and met us and gave Sterling and I our first pair of boots we ever wore in Sydney, which is quite a, on the back of Artie Beach. and brilliant. Just out of the blue. And the second time that Kenny was up on the Gold Coast, the end of season trip, he rang, contacted us and wanted to get a photograph of myself, Paul Mayers, with um, – Mick Cronin yeah. on the beach. Now, Cronin can't swim, right? <laughs> so anyway, so Kenny meets us at the door, takes us down to the beach. We had the whole Cronin parallel with the ground, right? I was at the front, Mayors was at the back. Yeah. Kenny took the photograph. There's only one other thing we could do. Drop Cronin drop in the water. Drop him in the water. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that, was a, that was very funny, actually. He was spluttering and carrying on, but not enough to have to give him mouth to mouth. Yeah, right? that's, so, that's yeah, that was brilliant. So, but certainly you know, watching him play, saw yeah. a lot of, of his football, very good. Okay, the other winger? Left field here for you, but a legend. You know, I think he played in nine grand finals and won all nine. Eddie Lumsden. There you go. Now, Eddie yeah. Lumsden was from up you know, around the Maitland, Curry, yep. Cessnock area. Yep. But I just know because my father knew him. My dad came from that area. And yep. 
And to see the record of him winning nine grand finals, and I think there was something amazing, you know, that he'd done. And so I'm, I'm a bit I lean towards the Nettie Lumsden. Nine grand finals and nine wins, not bad. Superstar <laughs> and a, a NRL Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. He, he and was, a select, he's a selector at the highest level. Yeah. You know, and a good black to have a yarn to, you know. I bet he was. Very good. A lot of you country guys of the older generation just <laughs> – it's story after story. You you retain the stories and the and the giggles, and it's uh, yeah, Eddie certainly would have been one of them. Okay, what about our centres? I think probably I touched mentioned one before in um, Bobby Fulton. I think I've got to stick the bows. I think he played in three grand, uh, won three grand finals, played in five. That'd probably be right. I think 72, 72, 73, 72, 73, 76. 76 and sixty seven. Because he played, there he played for Manly. They got yeah. beaten by South. So there you go. I actually just watched that grand final. I can remember that grand final quite vividly. Really, it was black and white television yeah. on a Saturday afternoon. The ABC. I think it was the first grand final ever televised. But uh, South Sydney knocked over um, Canberra. Oh, sorry, South Sydney knocked over Canberra. Fulton was around that time. He might have played the sixty-eight grand final. My mistake. Okay, the sixty-eight. I said sixty-seven, but. Was sixty eight Manly were beaten by South Sydney, but then it come across him and gave me an offer to play for the Roosters. Actually, Bozo, yeah, but often done a few things. So um, no, I think he's pretty hard. And talking to other players as well, the blokes like Mick Crane, who said he's just an athlete, yeah. him, good trainer, fit man. You're the fifth or sixth person to say that in recent times that he was such a fit bloke, such a professional. He he elevated the level of everyone else because his standards were so high, which is. You know, terrific. That's exactly what you're after with the senior player. Um, who joins Bozo in the centres? Reg Gaznia. How do you go past yeah. him? How do, you, how do you go past him? I just think, you know, watching him play, reading about Reg Gaznia, having met him a number of times and yep. seeing his record, you know, I think you know, he won six grand finals, played in yeah. six and won all six. Very yeah. special man. An amazing St George side at the time. Well, our... So far, we've got five players, three immortals and two Hall of Famers. <laughs> so we're over the salary cap already. So if we did have uh, – we've blown that out. What about our halves? Gee, I've got Popper Clay at 5'8". Mm. Popper Clay. Can you – I can't – I was reading his record, you know. He won eight he, grand finals. Yep. He played in ten. He played two for Newtown. Yeah. Are you aware of that? I wasn't aware of that, but I did some research on Popper Clay – uh, not too long ago for an immortal series that we ran and there were players of his era that in later years would say Wally Lewis wouldn't have held a candle to him. Mm. That was, you know, the esteem that he was held in. He looked a tough man. Yeah. Popper Club at 10 grand finals. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I couldn't go past him. Yep. That's an amazing statistic. That is terrific. What about your half? Oh, that's another standout for me. Go back to the, the good old days when there was Chenger at fullback and Billy Smith at halfback. Billy Smith. Yeah. Were Love you a Dragons it. fan as a young bloke? As a kid I was, yes. Yeah. Both my brother and I both supported St. George. Never missed a St. George game when it was on the Saturday on the TV. Yeah. And you know, I think Billy, what he won four premierships, played in six grand finals. Yeah. Because maybe he played in the um, seventy-one grand final, which I watched. He also played in the seventy-five grand final, wow. which, which St George lost, lost both those games. You know, but yeah, no, Billy Smith can't go past him. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. 
Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. They've got it. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or the experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au. Even better, visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. This is Andy Raymond, Unfiltered the Dream Team, with the legend Peter Wynn. Let's go to the Ford Pack and we'll... Start with your lock. Does that jersey go to your leader and the grumpiest captain in the world, Ray Price, or have you, you gone elsewhere? Well, I just think that um, having played alongside Price, outstanding player, a lot yeah. of you know, so much going for him. But you know, I'm an, I'm an old school, as we mentioned yep. earlier in the interview, and Johnny Raper. Yep. Yeah, you know, he won eight, played in eight and won eight, which is not a bad record. Yeah, yeah I know Price had a great record as well, won four grand finals, I think out of the six or seven. But um, I just think Johnny Raper, you know, he was the man at the time as a kid growing up. Impossible to, to argue, it really mm. is. His his statistics and how he's seen and held in the game, um, yeah, make him a, an automatic inclusion. What about the second rowers, Pete? Who did you like the look of in 11 and 12? Jeez, I tell you, there's a couple outstanding. One, one went from lock to second, Ronnie Coote. Yeah, yep. but he won six grand finals, played in the nine. And also I think I was fortunate enough to play against Ronnie Coote in 1978. Really? Which one of the highlights of my career in an Amco Cup match at Leichhardt Oval. Brilliant. And that was towards – I think Coote retired at the end of 78. So I was very lucky to come across a bloke like him. Having watched just a great runner with the ball, amazing defender, cover defender, as as uh, Johnny Rape was as well. But no, I think Ronnie Coote's pretty hard to go by. What's it like as a young bloke? You, you've come to Sydney from the bush – and you're playing against your idols all of a sudden. What's that like? That's an amazing feeling, you know. I think um, when I left Warris Creek as a kid, I went to Wollongong. Yeah. Right, to the teachers' college as part of the university down there. First thing I did on my first game was pick up the program. And in the program, you'd see different guys' names you'd watched on television, like a Bob Smithies. Yeah. Or a um, Alan Fitzgibbon. Yeah. Who'd played, you know. And all of a sudden, yeah. I, I played against those guys. I was only 18 at the time. Mm. It's, I don't know how to put into words, you know. All of a sudden you're in there with them, you're doing your best, but I think you're impacted by when you read their names in the program. When you get on the field, it's like get out there and play as hard as you can, yep. take the ball up, make every tackle count yeah. and not really look for that player on the field. So you're doing mm. your own thing. And so it's it's a hard one to explain. It's more the lead up and the anticipation, yeah, the excitement. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you're caught up in it yourself, you know. Mm. Okay. Uh, in the second row with Ron Coote is? There's only one. He's about eight foot tall, wasn't he? Norm Proven. Yeah. <laughs> Ten premierships. And he, did you know he played in 11 grand finals? He played against, um, got beaten by South Sydney about 1953 or 54, I think, if that record shows. During South's, South's fab- run. Fabulous yeah. run. Yeah. So I thought something like that, to, you know, to win 10 out of 11 is not bad. <laughs> what a man. Unbe- great man. Unbelievable. Yeah. What a, what a great man. What a, what a gentleman, too. What about your front rowers? Well, I think probably that was a tough one for me because I was fortunate enough to play two years with Artie Beetson. Yeah. But I haven't really stuck to the guys that, you know, I played alongside. Probably I think Johnny Sattler had a great reputation. He won four grand yeah. finals out of the six. And I think what he did when he played with that broken jaw, you know, having had a few injuries and trying to get through a game. Yep. Not, not a broken jaw, just know how focused and how committed he was to lead that team. And the other front row will get you, Andy. 
I've gone for Kevin Ryan. Big and tough as they come. Seven, won seven premierships. Yeah. And played in eight. Like, I've met him a few times. Yep. Had the handshake of, his nickname was Candos, wasn't it? Yes. There's a reading behind that, a meaning behind that in itself. But I think Kevin Ryan's quite outstanding. Then, of course, he played in that the 67 grand final, which I mentioned before, when he left St. George and became the captain coach, mm. you know. So, That's um, right. And what he did there, he knocked his old team off. Oh, I don't, he, know, how, didn't I don't he? know how he got through that. Yeah. I can't quite get my head around that one, but it happened. Okay, what about your hooker? That's another tough one for me, Andy, but mm. I went for Elwyn Walters. There you go. Elwyn Walters won three premierships with the Rabbitohs. Yeah. Jack Gibson gets him across the roosters and he wins the 74 and the 75 oh, grand yeah, final. Yeah. So Elwyn Walters, you know, I think, uh, yeah, I watched plenty of his games and he was – Straight up and down, very straight, yep. very tough. Must have been very gifted. Must have a lot of talent. What they call the spine now. So. Yes, and I think Owen's hard to go by. Five immortals: yeah. Graham Langlands, uh, Bob Fulton, Reg Gaznia, Norm Proven, and Johnny Raper. Gee, Ron Coote must be close. I uh, know oh, there's there's a hundred yeah. players that we say could be immortals, and and you played with guys that that are shortlisted in Peter Sterling and Brett Kenny, but Gee, Ron Coote would have to be close. Hundred percent. Cootie's done a lot for the game, hasn't he? Yeah, you know, quite outstanding watching play. And I just think another guy's that Popper Clay. God, he's got to be close too, yep. hasn't he? The five eight. You know, when you, yeah. you, he passed away at fifty years of age. That's another mm. thing that touches you when you see when yeah. you read about these guys and you put a list together just yep. to see where they are now. Yeah, in that era, you know, very fortunate to played. Like as a kid, growing up, most of these guys played throughout the sixties. I think they all did. They're all a part of the sixties and the seventies. Yep. Yeah, as a kid, you are influenced by what they do on the field and off the field. Very much so. Huge impact. I know um, if I reflect back, it was a 68 grand final when um, Bobby Moses took his jersey off. Yeah. He ran did the lap of one. In 83, I did the same thing. Yes. Because I just remembered, you know. That's really and then, cool. And then lifting players up off the ground, I think in 83, he lifted Stephen Edge up because you're just in that position yep. at the time. It's just an automatic thing to do. Mm. So people – also yeah, 86 him. with Mick and Ray. Yeah, yeah Mick and yeah. I was just that spot at the time, you know. I was yeah. just giving them a lot of um, respect and, mm. and, and a lot of um, appreciation of what they'd done at the club. Yeah. Graham Langlands, Ken Irvine, Bobby Fulton, Reg Gaznia, Eddie Lumsden, Brian Popper Clay, and Billy Smith. The Ford Packers, Johnny Sattler, Elwyn Walters, Kevin Ryan, Norm Proven, Ron Coote, and Johnny Raper. Impossible to beat. Uh, it's always a pleasure catching up, Pete. Christmas not too far around the corner and we've got the perfect place for your perfect gift because if you can't score, Pete, at Peter Wynn's score, you will never score. Does that sound about right? If you don't score here, Andy, you'll never score. (laughs) That's it for another edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. This is what our off-season looks like because the footy talk, it never stops. Early in the week, we release a podcast titled Debut Day, speaking to current and former players about the first time they stepped foot onto an NRL field. Midweek, it's the best of podcast. Interview highlights with some of the biggest names the game has ever seen. We've got immortals, blokes that should be immortals, test captains, origin superstars, premiership winners, and a whole lot more. These are the best footy stories you will ever hear. Weekends, our Dream Team series continues. We love it, we know you do too, so we get to continue the arguments over who is the best 13 ever. This is the only footy podcast that talks with the superstars and not about them every single episode. Free episodes weekly, all off-season. 
Make sure you come back soon, legends.